Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here this week. And this is releasing the day after Thanksgiving. So I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving time with their family and were able to enjoy yourself. For those of you who had to work, uh, I hope at some point in time you were able to have some great family quality time. So um, this past week has been interesting for anybody who is in the CHH, or uh, if you don't know what that is, that's Christian Hip Hop Community. There was a huge hashtag that went around that was uh, CHH Sexism. And, uh, and it just had me thinking of what I wanted to talk about this week on the show. So we're going to talk about some top women in, um, in the entrepreneurial realm and also the CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. And, uh, and I just thought it'd be interesting to talk about that uh, just shortly, briefly. This won't be a long show today. But uh, anyway, before we jump into all that, I do want to thank the patrons for the show, Mr. Aaron Simpkins at TrueStrengthApparel.com. Make sure you go and check that out if you were interested in getting some good warm winter clothing or just some dope clothing from a great Christian company. And um, so anyway, uh, just to jump into the show I was looking up uh, real briefly, trying to get a little bit of information from some of the top uh, CEOs that are women of uh, leading Fortune 500 companies, and I found an article from Fortune.com from June 7th, 2017. This is about the earliest I could really find. Uh, Currently at this time, there were 32 female CEOs that were on this list, meaning that 6.4% of the U.S.'s biggest companies by revenue are run by women. And uh, there are only two women of color and none are actually African-American. There's one lady named Geisha Williams or Geisha Williams from PG&E Corporation and then Indra Nuyi of PepsiCo. Now, I learned a lot about Indra Nuyi from PepsiCo in school. Uh, one of my teachers worked for PepsiCo, and he said that this lady came in and just changed the whole entire game for Pepsi. And she was one of the biggest and best things that happened for Pepsi. Now, I know that she's Indian. She's from India. Uh, she had a lot of formal education, a lot of success in, in her career. And, uh, and then she finally became the... Uh, the actual CEO of Injury New Yi. And so if you don't know about her, make sure you check her out. But there's a lot of ladies on this list. Um, uh, Mary Barra from General Motors. Uh, there's also, uh, I'm just going to name off some of the companies with, with women who are in charge of them. You got IBM, uh, like I said, PepsiCo, uh, Lockheed Martin. You have uh, HPE, uh, Hewlett Packard Enterprise, and um, I mean, just a ton of big companies. Oracle. Uh, General Dynamics, and you know, just to name a couple, uh, Duke Energy, Staples, uh, the um, Geisha Williams is actually in charge of PG&E Corp, which is uh, you know, obviously it's number, t- it's number 12 on the top uh, 500. But anyway, I just think it's interesting at this point in time that we still have uh, only, what did I say, 32, 32 out of 500. And I think we are in a, you know, a time period still where it's just, you know, more women are starting to get into uh, management leadership roles. 
And I'll be honest, just to be, uh, just to be, you know, kind of transparent. Uh, I work for a hospital for anybody who doesn't know. I work third shift. I'm a pharmacy technician. Uh, that's, that's what pays my bills while I'm doing this on the side. But we just recently got a new president uh, who was a woman. And one of her main things is trying to get more women in management because at the time she came in and took over, there weren't many women uh, leaders in the actual hospital. And which is interesting because whenever I got hired on at the hospital initially, uh, I was hired under a, a woman director who used to be in the military. And so, you know, so she had gotten a lot of military um, or a lot of management and leading experience from the military. And so, but, uh, but just to say that I, you know, we're in a time frame where we have to, uh, I mean, us guys, we have to open our eyes a little bit more to, to being open to being under women leadership. Uh, currently at track stars, you know, we have, uh, Ashley Korth who leads the writing team and she does a great job. She, uh, you know, she's not a pushover. If there's a situation, she will address it. Uh, she's not afraid to address guys in a uh, in a leading manner. And so, you know, we can't say that they're too timid or whatever because that's not true. Uh, but I also looked up some entrepreneurs, uh, the top 10 entrepreneurs. And this list was actually put together on, I'm trying to find my date here. That way it's not too far behind. It's pretty recent. I think it was, it was sometime this year. I know that. But, um. But the list that they gave, and it's interesting because whenever I was thinking about women entrepreneurs, I think myself and probably anybody listening would immediately think of Oprah Winfrey. I think she's probably one of the most famous, uh, you know, and it's because she's been all over TV is one thing. Uh, she's a very philanthropic <laughs> it's hard to say that word. Sorry. Uh, she's given away so much to people. I uh, did a lot of charity work. So, you know, she's really known for all of that great stuff, but uh, actually the, the, the top uh, net worth uh, woman in this entrepreneur is a uh, Marion Illich. Um, I might say that right. Illich. It, it looks like, Okay, I'm not going to say what it looks like. But uh, anyway, she co-founded Little Caesars Pizza in 1959 with her husband, who actually died in February. But her um, her net worth is $5.1 billion. And then after her is Diane Hendricks, who is the co-founder of ABC Supply Company, which is a wholesale home construction material distributor. And she has a net worth of $4.7. Judy Love, uh, she, is, uh, she founded... Convenience store chain loves travel stops and country stores. Uh, you might see a lot of these on the inter interstate. Uh, her, she is a net worth of $2.9 billion. And then it's Oprah Winfrey, uh, who is at $2.9. And so I, I get, you know, they're you know, neck and neck or whatever. And not that it's a competition. I'm just listing off the order that they have. Uh, you have Doris Fisher, who co-founded Gap with her late husband, Donald Fisher. She is at $2.8 billion. Uh, Judy Faulkner, Epic Systems, a medical record software provider. She's at $2.5 billion. Uh, Jonelle Hunt, uh, largest individual shareholder of a transportation company, J.B. Hunt. She is at $2.4 billion. Elaine Wynn, uh, she co-founded with her, uh, with at the time her husband, uh, Wynn Resorts. And so she's at $2.1 billion. Uh, Linda Resnick who founded the Wonderful Company with her husband, Stuart, home to brands like Palm Wonderful, 
wonderful pistachios, Fiji water. Uh, and Fiji water is like super expensive. So I'm not surprised that she's in the top net worth. <laughs> so, but she's at 2 billion. But, you know, I, I just want to bring this up just to, to show that women can, they can lead, they can take charge, they can run successful companies. Uh, you know, they can pretty much do anything that men do. And especially in the business world, like if you think about, you know, there's so many people that are out there leading in the business world and, then there's so many people who are being held back. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to do is go back and look on my show because right now I have uh, 56 uh, podcasts and probably about 45 of those are interviews. And I was looking back just to curiosity, you know, just to you know, kind of fill my curiosity to see how many women that I interviewed. And a lot of this is because I'm introduced. You now most of these podcast that I've done interview wise has been, um, you know, just meeting people through people, you know, just a, a form of networking, but I, I really, I don't really call it networking because it just sounds like, you know, just get from each other and you know, whatever. Uh, I just wanted to meet people, individuals who run businesses and, you know, get their story. So, um, so I looked at my list real quick. I have Latrice Claiborne, which is my most recent uh, woman interviewee. She is head of Trinity Admin Solutions. And then I have Marlisha Woods, who she is actually, uh, she's an art teacher. She teaches in a lot of different fashions, and she's an artist herself. Um, had her on the show uh, several months back. Sydney Seymour, she actually has a, a bombshell movement studios. Uh, that was probably... That was definitely really interesting. If you haven't heard that one, uh, it's kind of a pole dancing studio, but she is a she's a Christian, she's an entrepreneur, and uh, but if you want to interested in hearing that, you can check that one out again at Sydney Seymour Bombshell Movement Studios. Maya Dawson, uh, she actually is from Track Stars. I talked to her about project management and A and R. That was a wonderful interview as well. And then I also had Aaron Knight from the Aaron Effect. Um, she is actually the manager of Kayla Mitchell. Uh, if you know, he is a hip hop artist, a uh, young hip hop artist, and she's done a wonderful job, uh, you know, helping him in his career and leading him. So I'll be honest of all the interviews that I had, that's it. It's like five women that I've had. And, and, and that's, it's interesting because that's actually a, a bigger ratio than the fortune 500, but you know, so one thing I want to do is I want to, I do want to interview more women here on the show because I do feel like, you know, as Christians, whether you're a man, a woman, I think we should be in every area of business. We should be, you know, showing our young kids that you can do whatever it is that God called you to do when you put your mind to, uh, whether you're a man or a woman. And I don't want, you know, and I have three daughters myself. So whenever the whole CHH sexism thing, and it's not quite the same as, this scenario, but, uh, you know, there are, you know, Christian hip hop or artists in general, uh, musicians, you know, they are considered entrepreneurs at times if they run their own label and company. And there's a lot of women out there who are trying to become full-time artists. And there are some struggles in doing that. And one thing that we really have to make sure we're focusing on is evening that playing field. So, men and women alike are able to have the same opportunities and be able to to go full-time with their craft, with their art, uh, if that's what God calls them to do, and, you know, not hold anybody down based on that. And so, you know, currently, there's a lot of discussion going on about that. 
But even in the business world in general, that's something that I would love to see is, uh, you know, especially in, in Christian businesses, is a lot of women really taking charge and, uh, and, and men not feeling like they can't do so. And I will say that uh, one hard thing about this topic is in the church in general, uh, you know, I do feel like there is a, a there's a downplaying of what women are able to do, whether it's, you know, wrongfully, you know, accusing or I, I don't know how to say it. Uh, a lot of times the church, you know, puts certain gender roles on each other that aren't really there. Uh, the Bible doesn't say anything about women not being able to lead in a business setting, uh, creating a business, being entrepreneurs. I don't see that anywhere, and I don't see how we can put that on any kind of situation. And, you know, I didn't even know this existed until I talked to uh, Marlisha Woods. She pointed it out to me that a lot of times whenever she was signing contracts, she would go in and meet people that people would kind of brush her off or they, they wouldn't want to really make contact, whether that's because she was black or a woman or both. You know, I, I honestly thought we were past this point of sexism and racism, and, but unfortunately it still exists. Uh, just the simple fact that there's not one uh, black woman who is leading a Fortune 500 company, at least not as of June 7th, two, or 2017. But, um, and, you know, I heard there was a, a TED talk from a lady and she had talked about how uh, whenever she was in a, she was at this big, huge meeting. Uh, there was, you know, people in like a semicircle room and the person who was leading it was going around shaking everybody's hand. And then when they got to her, it was like a fist bump type of thing. And she shook her hand out to be, you know, shook and, you know, but she knew that, that he was treating her different and, you know, so there's still a lot of racism. There's still a lot of sexism in the business world out there. Uh, we as Christians need to be the leading force behind changing this. Uh, we can't wait for the secular world to make these changes. You can't wait for secular secular media outlets to make this change. We have to do so, and and we need to be the leaders in this area. And you know, for me personally, I think it it might click for me different than it might click for any guys who don't have daughters because you know I do think about my daughters and I don't want them to feel like they can't lead in anything they can't create a company and so you know I don't want to force them to become entrepreneurs but definitely if they show me there's any inclination they want to I'm going to be a leading force in making sure that they're able to do that and I hope that we can do that with you know not just our daughters but you know other women who are not in our family. I hope we have the same amount of love for them. Uh, so us guys, we got to step our game up. We got to make sure we are helping those out there. Um, not necessarily that in, you know, that women need our, us to hold their hand, but we need to make sure we are there to speak out against injustice whenever it occurs uh, for us not to just play the background when that kind of thing happens. And so that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, like I said, short and sweet. And, uh, you know, I, I hate that CHH sexism is has been a thing now for so long. But I hope that in general we can, you know, kind of overcome those. And we can find the barriers, find the causes of the barriers, and we can break those barriers down and create a level playing field for men and women alike. And also in business as well, 
I hope that we have some more Dan Cathy's that are women. You know, there's a lot of Christian companies out there, but most of that I could find were all founded by men. And, um, and I know there's a couple ladies out there right now that I know personally who's trying to create a small business. So, you know, I want to be a helping hand however I can with them. And I hope anybody out there who was involved in business, who uh, does any kind of coaching or anything. And I'll tell you what, actually, if you were interested, if you are a woman listening to this and you're interested in starting a business, um, I know Sydney Seymour said that she actually does some consulting. And so you can reach out to her. Her information is uh, available in that interview I did with her. And so make sure you hit her up. And I'm pretty sure any of the women on uh, on this show who have been on this show will be glad to help you and assist you in any way. And so make sure you do that. Make sure you take advantage of all the opportunities that you can. And guys, we need to do our part the best that we can. Uh, whether it's supporting your wife, supporting your daughter, supporting your mother, supporting your sisters in church, whatever it is. And so, so that's going to wrap up the show for this week. Uh, I do want to thank the patrons for the show, Mr. Aaron Simpkins at truestrengthapparel.com. If you haven't checked that out, make sure you go and check out his line. He's got some uh, more hoodies uh, some other winter gear there. You can go check out truestrengthapparel.com, Mr. WordPress stand at wpstand.com. If you need to get yourself a website built, make sure you hit him up for that. And then Mr. LT Smith, I continue to thank you, sir. He has got some music out there on YouTube. Make sure you go and check him out. And uh, I shared uh, one of his songs on my Twitter at Jason Bordo when you could check that out and um, just make sure you go and you know support these people that support the show, uh, hit them up, see if there's anything they can do for you. And uh, yeah, that, that, that could be a way you can show your support for the show. But also if you want to become a patron for the show yourself, you can head over to business with and sign up there or patreon.com slash business with Bordeaux and you can sign up. I do have a, uh, right now there's four levels. I just added one. There is a $1 level, a $3 level, a $5 level, and then a $10 level. Now that's monthly, the $10 level. I'm actually going to be doing a 30 minute consulting call via telephone or Skype with anybody who's trying to get a business going or whatever to try to provide any assistance that I can. And so that is the newest level I just posted up. So if you want to sign up for that, you can. And then obviously you get some free promo here on the show and you know, I appreciate you. Appreciate you so much. So anyway, I thank you for listening, tuning in this week. Uh, I'm trying to get an actual interview with a lady who has done some tour management, some um, playing some tours and a whole lot of stuff in the Christian hip hop world. And so hopefully that'll be coming up within the next couple of weeks. So make sure you keep your ears peeled out for that. And until next time, I thank you for listening and God bless. <laughs>